Well, boys, what are you going to sing? The squeezer was not any use. A lemon without any juice. Let's hear about 
bog standard. I want to know, okay, before you get into it, does it have anything to do with swamps or marshland? Uh... Sounds like a no to me. Not really, but maybe like way back. Okay, so... Okay, so this is a particularly old expression then. No, not really, but the expression bog in England mm -hmm. is an older expression than bog standard. Bog right. standard is pretty new, and people say that it actually originated around the 1960s, at least in print. There's a lot of, um, you know, people think that it was used colloquially um, in the UK before that because it was slang, but it wasn't actually put in print until the 1960s. So, so just it existed for a very long time, but nobody thought to write it down? I guess all the, you know, people were, when people are writing, they're doing more formal writing and they're not writing bog standard because it used to be slang. I don't know how accurate that is. Someone uncovered a, a uh, temple or some bathhouse or something that was um, buried in, as a part of Pompeii, as a part of Mount Vesuvius. Yeah. Right? Same thing? No. Different things. Anyway, in Pompeii. Vesuvius is the volcano that, caught, that erupted and, and covered Pompeii. Nice going, me. Yeah. Uh, self five. Anyway, <laughs> that's just clapping. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, and they found that the graffiti in this place was incredibly standard graffiti, like we write, like, uh, this woman likes to have sex with all these men, or, uh, the food here is terrible, yeah. or, yeah, so, human expression and writing has always changed. So, if you're saying that the term bog standard, if you're thinking that it was earlier, but it wasn't seen in print until the 1960s, I bet that it wasn't that much older than that. Okay, fair enough. Yes. Um, I was just going off what it said online. Well, the internet is full of lies. I just read this article about a temple. The 60s isn't that long ago. I bet people remember and think, no, I was using that in the 50s before it was written in print in 1968. Oh, they just haven't uncovered the printing yet. Well, maybe. <laughs> anyway, so th there's a difference here because you're looking at the term bog standard, but there's something that you need to know about what bog means in English. Okay. In England. Sure. Not just, <laughs> not just English. You're correct that we do use it to refer to the marshland. Right. Um, it's also a very common word for toilet in the UK. Ah, I was wondering where do we get the toilet humor in this podcast. <laughs> Can't believe it took us 10 episodes, and I'm very glad we've arrived. Uh, we definitely arrived there earlier, taking the mickey. Oh, right. Yeah, check it out if you want to know how that Well, but you can do toilet. that anywhere. This is specifically... Anyway, let's continue. Anyway, let's so, <laughs> yes, everybody knows that we call the toilet the loo. That's very, very common. We say, I'm popping to the loo, blah, blah, blah. But um, if you want to be a little bit crass, I don't know if crass is the word, but kind of a little bit rougher mm -hmm. it, it, around the edges, you tend to say bog. Oh, I'm going to the bog. Okay. Um, and yeah, people use that. It means toilet. I think I used to use it for a while and it probably drove my mom mad, so I stopped saying it. Sure. Um, so are you saying, um, and is the origin of that that people would compare toilets to swamps? Ah, yes. That's one of the ideas of... Um, where bog came from so sure. so bog was used to describe an open cesspit um and was later applied to a privy or a toilet oh okay so just like a a, a smelly hole in the ground yeah so it What's kind the of difference? looked like a marsh right uh, so yeah. then bog bog it became to mean the same thing and then over time and actually um bog actually means was was also at one point a verb so people would say to bog which meant to poop Oh, uh, okay. And they would call the place that you went the bog house. Uh, oh, like the outhouse, like the, the thing yeah, that contains like the, the toilet. Yeah, like the outhouse. So the, the toilet itself is the bog. Yeah. The bathroom. Now it is. Is like, the bog house. Yeah, we've we've kind of 
shorten the word to just go into the bog but uh, but it comes from bog house and it comes from these old back in the day even in the 1700s was the first use of this word well um, this this brings up down. something that i like to talk about a lot and that's how you guys say when you are going to relieve yourself you say we're going to go to the toilet or yeah. I'm, I'm in i'll be in the toilet yeah and we say the bathroom we don't say in the toilet which means that you Someone said, you once said to some American kids. I, I did. I, <laughs> I, I, I used to work with American kids. They, they asked where their friend was, Billy, or whatever his name was. And I said, Billy's in the toilet. <laughs> and they all, start, yeah, see, they all started laughing at me. And I was like, why are these kids laughing at me? And my American co-worker said to me, um, you just said that Billy was inside the toilet. <laughs> and I said, no, he didn't. <laughs> He's using the facilities. <laughs> Poor Billy. I hope that no one made fun of him when he came back. But, Did he go in the toilet, though? Uh, that's just what we say. <laughs> anyway. Yes, We're definitely is... going off topic here. Well, I, thought, I think that's a very amusing thing to... Yeah. I thought that was very amusing. Well, so anyway, so there is this kind of this link to the word bog, okay? So mm -hmm. that's important to understand bog standard because pe people have tried to link it back to... Um, what we what we use in England as, mm -hmm. as toilets. So um, one theory is that um, it was coined in the BBC. For anyone who doesn't know, I mean, everybody knows the BBC, right? The British Broad Broadcasting. Oh, yeah. so it stood for bacon, bacon, and chips. No, it, BBC. <laughs> everyone knows the BBC. I don't want to try and explain it, but okay. you know, like it's um, TV the, in the, the TV UK. Network. Oh yeah, TV everyone, network in the UK. And it's it's. Uh, I think it's it, maybe, maybe this is important. It is funded by the government. Um, yes. Well, it's kind of funded through the people through TV licenses, but y yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um. But is it not a wing like PBS? Like we have a, a government yeah. sponsored channel. Yeah, it, it has to um, abide by certain regulations and, and such because it, because it is publicly funded. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, and it doesn't have adverts and such. Uh, anyway, so they reckon that the BBC, as it was broadcasting on TV, you know, back in the heyday, um. The people within the BBC, the BBC at a period of time was always seen as kind of more classy. You know, you couldn't get on the BBC unless you had a really good accent and right. such. And they had a rival TV organization called ATV. They don't exist anymore. Sure. But at the time. Altering vehicle. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I tried to Google it and that's all that kept coming up. I was like, <laughs> goodness sake. Um, so apparently within the BBC, which is, which is a huge place, huge, huge place with loads of people working there. Sure. Graham Norton. Yeah. <laughs> now um, <laughs> he used to do channel four as oh, okay. they used to say as a derogatory description um of the production values of their rival company atv which was an organization run by somebody called lou grade l-e-w grade okay? okay and they reckon that this is how we got to bog standard by it, it being changed so they were saying that their tv production was lou grade as in l-o-o the word for toilet, uh, as in toilet quality, as in bog standard. Oh, so bog standard used to mean explicitly bad, what, poorly done. Maybe like poorly done or unexceptional, like the BBC are producing these exceptional TV shows, uh, extraordinary and, and brilliant. And if you want to watch something just bog standard, tune into ATV. Okay, but like, it, it like... I feel like the way that you set it up at the beginning was that calling something bog standard isn't necessarily a bad thing. It just means that it's unremarkable. But I, I would say... I suppose it depends on the context, right? Do, do you want... Like, if you go to McDonald's, do you want a remarkable experience? No. Because no. if something's exceptional there, then it's kind of gone wrong. Everything in McDonald's is bog standard. Right. Right? So it depends on the context. 
But if you go somewhere and you're expecting a higher level of service or something better to happen sure. and it's bog standard, then it's negative. Like what's a what's a massive corporation? Just because we're we're probably on like if you go to if you go to a okay you know there's plenty of cruddy diners out there that yeah. are just like kind of greasy spoons. Bog you go standard. there and it's bog standard. It's uh, yeah it's it's you, yeah. you get some eggs. And it's, it's, just, it's exactly what you expect. It's exactly what you need. Right. And it's not necessarily negative at all. Were there any shows that made it from ATV that, like, became at all successful or known in any regard? I have no idea. Okay. I hadn't even heard of this network so this is the six, uh, This was the 60s. Yeah, so it was we're wild. going back. Okay. However, um, <laughs> the source I read this from also said that this is pretty much hearsay and there's no real evidence to back uh, up this theory i do like the theory because his name mm. was his name was literally low lou grade yeah lou sounds grade. just like low grade or lou grade or lou grade yeah Toilet quality so, yeah all you have to do is change uh, two letters don't even have to change the pronunciation and it's like why would this guy go into business why would this guy be <laughs> the public face of anything <laughs> like imagine if you were the head of a network and your last name and your name was annie terrible who will be like, how are the shows on the uh, Annie Terrible Vision? That's what ATV stood for. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so that's one theory, which, again, has little evidence. Um, oh, maybe it was like MTV, Annie Television. Sorry, continue. What? Nothing, never mind. Um, so another theory, um, and this seemed to be the one that most people agreed on, at least on the internet, um, was that it may have come from the phrase box standard. Okay. Box standard meaning unmodified good or product uh-huh. coming straight from the box. Oh, sure. Box standard. Off the rack. Yeah, like yeah. everything, you you know, is being reproduced these days mm-hmm. and everything that you buy should be exactly the same out of that box. Right. If I buy this Ikea table and you buy that Ikea table, when we finish setting it up, mine will be better, but it should be box standard. <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, it depends on who actually owns tools. <laughs> yeah. Do you own tools? Uh, I, I I will. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, like you put together the IKEA furniture, you can tell if you, the amount of compassion and care that someone has, <laughs> or uh, at what hour in the morning they did it. But right, it's box standard, right? I mean, mm-hmm. technically, you should get the same amount of screws and the same amount of piece of wood in every IKEA box. Everyone gets the same experience. Yeah, yeah. More screws than you will ever use, and you're always left wondering why. There's all well, because people lose them. That's true. That's always been my theory. Yeah, and you, then if you definitely, you definitely have a loose screw, babe. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, then eventually, if you amass enough parts, you can make your own. There's a secret IKEA piece of furniture that you can only buy <laughs> if you use the spare parts you got from the other things. But nobody's figured out what it is yet. Oh, I see. I'm excited. <laughs> Um, Wait a minute, a screw loose? (laughs) I'm so a little slow. (laughs) Um, So that's an idea. And some people have said that um, either it's um, just a mispronunciation of box standard. Box standard came first and then people mispronounced it and then it got to be bog standard. Um, Or that uh, people kind of maybe conflated the terms. So that they have the term box standard, then they had the slang term bog for toilet, and they just kind of conflated them to make box standard fit like the fact that a toilet standard, like like be more negative than box standard. Right. Like if box standard is just something reproduced over time, then bog standard has more, I guess, of a negative connotation. This person thinks. Oh, uh, okay. If you so apply was, bog to it, it was like toilet. a pun. Yeah, I guess. Um, 
So that's one idea. However, somebody then argues that it, it was really hard to tell which one actually came first and the box sure. standard could have come from box standard because they both seem to have come around the same time. Oh, okay. In the 1980s. And that just, you know, because one's been in print before the other, it doesn't actually mean that they were right. used before then. Maybe that just utilized, yeah. So, you know, again, people arguing. Um, you wouldn't believe the amount of message boards there are about these things online. <laughs> um, but the, the last one I'm going to leave you with, which I, I think is quite, quite a cute theory. Mm. Um, one blog I was reading was like, this is utter nonsense. But Stephen Fry said it on QI. So I think it must have some gravitas. He says that um, there's a theory that bog standard came from um, the kid's toy Meccano. You know Meccano? Meccano. No, tell me about it. I I think they make cars. I might be wrong, like little toy cars. But they made little... Oh, like M-E-C-H-A-N-O? Meccano? M-E-C-C-A-N-O. Meccano. Okay, so is it like, is it kind of like you build the toys yourself? Um, Oh, maybe. Like like, like a Rector or, or Lego even? Um, maybe. Okay. I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm confusing them with something else. Anyway, that's not really important. All you need to know is that they came in sets. So their toys came in sets. Sure. And one was called the Box Standard and one was called the Box Dulux. And it's said that that's where Box Standard came from because that if the toy set came in a Box Standard... It was bog standard. It was unexceptional. It was the boring one. But if it was bog deluxe. Then people say this is where the phrase dog's bollocks comes from. What? Box deluxe, dog's bollocks. And that's where the person was like, how and why and where's the evidence? But but yeah. it's fun to think about. That seems like a bit of a walk. For anyone that doesn't know, bog's, uh, dog's bollocks in England means great. Yeah. And bog standard means meh. So. Box deluxe, dog's Bollocks. Box deluxe, dog's bollocks. Yeah, but those, that's, bog that's, standard, that's like, that's like box a weird slant, standard. That's like a weird slant rhyme. To rhyme <laughs> bollocks with deluxe? I don't know. Basically, um, the conclusion on this is nobody knows where bog standard comes from. Nobody knows if, if it's connected to the BBC, toilets, or a child's toy set that I should have researched exactly what they produced. <sighs> <laughs> I think you nailed it. <laughs> Meccano. Meccano. I'm okay. pretty sure you're right. After this episode goes up, we'll post a thing about what it is about on, what on our Facebook page. Which if you haven't already decided to go and like our Facebook page, you should do that. Just go on Facebook and uh, like Boo to a Goose, where we post the episodes and sometimes other things too, when we remember to do it, which isn't always, but sometimes. <laughs> uh, what else do Oh, uh, send emails to boo to a goose podcast at gmail.com. Rate us wherever you get your podcasts. If you get them on Stitcher or uh, Google Play or Spotify or, or iTunes or, yeah or iTunes anywhere any of the places where you listen to it if there's an opportunity for you to leave reviews or ratings um, write a little thing about the show uh, whatever you do that would be very very helpful and we would appreciate it very very much um, yeah that's about it and also if you have any requests uh, last week we did our first request we haven't received any since um, that was only a few days ago that we recorded it but anyway mm. um, if, but if you have any requests for ep- episodes be sure to send those in the emails and we try to get on them as often as we can great yeah Thanks so much for listening. Uh, I've been Jacob. And I'm Annie. Uh, this has been Boo to a Goose. And remember... Nobody says potato. Boo to a Goose is produced by Will Scoville as a part of the Comedio Network. Thanks to Hannah Wardle for the art and Max Abrams for the theme song, She Couldn't Say Boo to a Goose. Send any questions or comments to boo to a goose podcast at gmail.com. 
Today, documentary films are experiencing a major renaissance, and for good reason. But why are audiences increasingly choosing fact over fiction? Is it a dearth of realism, like endless comic book sequels and end-of-the-world action movies? Are viewers choosing authentic storytelling over spectacular visuals and far-fetched plots? Or maybe it's because docs f***ing rule. Hi, I'm Paco Romain. And I'm George Chen. And we host SupDoc. We didn't go to film school. We're just two comedians that dork out on docs. And since 2015, we've been recapping amazing documentaries with comedians, actors, and filmmakers like legendary comedians Dana Gould and Todd Glass. Musicians like Yacht and Dan Deacon. And even media stars like Jesse Thorne and Francesca Fiorentini. The AV Club called us enlightening, and Boing Boing said SupDoc is a great idea for a podcast. So find us wherever you get your podcasts or join us at SupDocPodcast.com. And follow us on social media at Podcast.